Does it really matter if Quinshot Jukin starts over Trevion Henderson? You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Oh, man, here we are again at another hump day here early in the new year. I'm excited for today's show because... We're talking about some really talented running backs. Welcome in, Buckeye fans, to a Wednesday edition of Locked on Buckeyes. Here on Wednesday, February 21st in the year 2024, I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. The Buckeyes have been blessed and fortunate to have numerous talented running backs on campus for decades. This isn't just a Ryan Day thing, an Urban Meyer thing, a Jim Trestle thing. Think back to the long history of Ohio State football. What do you expect to have some of the best running backs in the Big Ten Conference and occasionally some of the best running backs in the entire country? This year is no different, or will be no different. Travion Henderson, number 32, still still in the RB room. Quinshawn Judkins left the RB room at Ole Miss and is now in the RB room in Columbus, Ohio. And there are people wondering and saying Henderson needs to start or Judkins needs to start. People are on the fence about it. Does it really matter who starts at running back? It shouldn't at all. We're not talking about a team at Ohio State that is just, oh, your RB1, your RB2, and your RB3. There is a big gap between the three. This is not that at all. Ohio State's really, really in a rare spot right now with the running backs that let's just say somebody goes down with an injury. I'm only bringing that up because what has hurt Ohio State's offense over the past couple years, injuries to the running back position. Not sure why. I'm no, I'm no doctor. I'm no nurse. I have no medical de- degree and had no plans of getting one. So I'm not going to try to dive into why things are the way they are with that room. All I'm saying is this. If you want to keep it in context, we can absolutely say, hey, it's a possibility, a pretty high one, that somebody might get injured. And if they do, next man up. Well, your next man up was either the best running back of the SEC last year or a number 32, Travion Henderson, who when it went fully healthy, he is a, <laughs> a running back nobody wants to see on the football field. I think the Buckeyes are in a pretty good spot with that position. Then you add in Dallin Hayton. If somebody gets hurt, add in Dallin Hayton and who? Dallin Hayton and Judkins or Henderson and Hayton, whoever it is, that's even a great spot for them because Dalton Hayton's one of those guys when he's out there he don't really mess up he doesn't make all the mistakes he doesn't do a lot of the things that guys that don't get much run do he doesn't do those things so that's a huge benefit huge benefit for Ohio State in the fact that what do they have to do all they have to do is make sure the guys are healthy and if not, play them. Simply finding plays, the right plays for the players when they're out there on the field for them to be successful. And I opened up the show and even kind of still had this thought, does it really matter who starts? Because 
that's really the situation where the Buckeyes are in. Let's say Henderson wants to start a few games. Bam, go in. Junkins back up. Okay, cool. Let's say Junkins flips it a little bit. Junkins starts, and Henderson is a backup. Okay, cool. Does it hurt, Should it hurt the Buckeyes' offense if one guy starts over another or vice versa? No, it shouldn't. Now, you may alter the, uh, the play calls based on personnel and based off what the player does best, but outside of that, no, it shouldn't happen. No, it shouldn't be a factor. It shouldn't at all. And that's really a great place for Ohio State to be in. Because think about if you are Ryan Day or even Chip Kelly. They actually have an OC this year. That's actually going to call plays. Imagine that. Think about if you are Ryan Day or Chip Kelly. And you are looking at this, this room and these players and simply saying, okay, they're good. Does it matter who starts? That is a question that I believe every offensive coordinator, every play caller, every person that is a head coach, you have to ask, if I don't start this guy, is, is the con so great that we can't that we have to put him on the field? If I do start someone else, how does it benefit me? How does it impact me positively or negatively? These are all things you have to take into account. But if I'm a new coach, let's just, I am Chip Kelly for a little bit. If I'm, I'm Chip Kelly and uh, I am walking into this Ohio State offensive meeting room for the very first time and I see, oh, okay, I've watched film on that guy from Ole Miss. Don't, didn't really play him, but he's good. Oh, I've seen Henderson, watched film on him. Uh, didn't really play him. All of a sudden, wait, oh, 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 okay, he's he's really, really good. He's really, oh, oh okay, better than advertised. Oh, okay, he's healthy. Oh, okay, better, oh, fine. Hayden, oh, I've seen him a little bit. Not as much film as Judkins and Henderson, but I know what he can do. We can tap into his skill set. We can find a way to get him on the field. Oh, 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 so many weapons. It's exactly what every offensive coordinator, offensive play caller wants on their team. They want people that can simply just kind of be Swiss Army knives. Do this here, do that here. Basically, wherever you put them, they will flourish. That's exactly what they want. And that's what Ohio State is possibly going to get this year with this run with the running back duo of Henderson and Judkins. Now, I know what I understand when Henderson came to Ohio State, when he committed to the Buckeyes, knowing that him and Evan Pryor were in the same class, part of the reason they came to Ohio State together in that same recruiting class, being as highly recruited and ranked as they were, was partly because to save themselves and save their bodies for the National Football League. Less wear and tear in college, you're better prepared for the National Football League by some. Now, some guys still might need to be uh, need to have more run and need to have a little bit more practice before fully going to the National Football League. Um, because if you're trying to split carries, sometimes splitting carries is not the best way to prepare you for the next level. Sometimes it is. Sometimes the wear and tear on your body is actually needed, um, just to prepare your body for <laughs> the next level. Because them boys hitting, them boys fast, them boys strong, them boys ain't normal. They are not normal at all. But yeah, this is exactly what Ohio State needs right now. Especially this pivotal offseason that Ryan Day is in. You want to have all the firepower you can have. You want to make sure everybody there does a lot of great things to help you as a team. Junkins, Henderson, they both do a lot of similar things. They do things that are different. I don't really think it's going to matter if one starts over another. One thing I do think that will be a factor is, 
is if Ohio State uses a three running back system. Do they need to? I'll dive into that into that next on Locked On Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets. For all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you, with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices, show your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with only two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Once again, download the Game Time app. Use code L O C K E D O N for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel on the YouTube, and now it's also available on Amazon Fire TV and the free Fire. TV channels app. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every single league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channels app, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. See, like every offseason, a fan base out there, college football, NFL, doesn't matter. Every fan, there are a lot of fans out there that are people that believe you need to use a three running back system no matter what, no matter the level, have three RBs that split carries every single game. And I think many of you that have been here for quite a long time realize that Jay has his own specific thoughts about this that go so hard against that thought process. I mean, it's it's just one of those things where I'm like, I oppose it. I oppose it every time, every day of the week, twice on Sunday. Why? Because it just so, a lot of times it just don't make no sense. Should Ohio State use a three-back system? No. Absolutely not. You got these two dogs up there, man. And I have oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I have never in my life called Henderson a dog based on the things that he has done. At Ohio State, because that dog, that, that dog, call somebody a dog is different, man. Is Caleb Downs is a dog. Lathan Ransom is a dog. Denzel Burke is a dog. They're dudes, man. Henderson can be a dude, can be a dog, but who? I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. Now, Chris Gordy of Locked on SEC, he described Quinshawn Junkins as a stud. And actually, I don't push back against that. I don't disagree with that. I do think he's amazing. I do think he's really talented. I do think he is a guy that at Ohio State can kind of cultivate and be a guy that goes back to some of the great running back days that Ohio State used to have. Ultimately, the last great run entire season a running back has had at Ohio State 2019, J.K. Dobbins went over 2,000 rushing yards. As some of you might say, Jay, what about Trey Sermon? That was late in the year during a COVID year where the Buckeyes only played eight games in that season, finished the regular season by only playing five of the eight regular season games that were scheduled due to the COVID cancellations. Things just weren't shaping out for the Buckeyes running back to have a career year. Think back to 2020, 
I believe Master T got a lot of running that year and started some games. I'm sitting here saying and telling y'all, it don't make no sense for, for Master T to get a lot of run and play in that game. That might be one of those things where you're like, oh, I forgot about that guy. I didn't. I did not. Uh, good, good man. Good individual. One of a great running backs at Ohio State. That's not the way that I would describe Master Teague. He, he is, that boy was in shape. He, that boy was solid. That boy was, uh, he, uh, he was a good player. I almost said fast, but that's where the hesitation came in because one, that's probably not good to come into your radio. But number two, yeah, I wouldn't say that he was fast at all. That's not the way that I would describe Master T. The way I would describe Quinshawn Junkins, Dallin Hayden, and Travion Henderson. Now, if the Buckeyes do use a three-back system, which I don't think is needed at all, or I don't know if it would be beneficial for the Buckeyes offense, but if they do, the opponents on the Buckeyes schedule better watch <clears throat> out. And I surely, truly mean, y'all, they better watch out. Because if they don't, we might be in the midst of watching something that happens during the season that is special. Something that happens during the season that makes everybody say, well, we understand exactly why this is happening now. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. I am one, when it comes to a three-back system, a lot of times it's forced. It's not something that is a need. I don't think Tony Offer wants to force a three-back system. I know definitely Ryan Day does not want to force a three-back system, especially with Chip Kelly coming in, and Chip Kelly has a track record of instantly, immediately fixing teams' offenses and, excuse me, run games. If you got to add a third, a third running back in here when you got Henderson and Junkins in the room, one, uh, that might not be the best use of, of the talents, but two, one of them might not be as good as advertised. And I surely hope <laughs> we don't get to fall kid but find out, well, Henderson's not fully healthy or Junkins is, is banged up a little bit or Dallin Hayden might not be RB3. I hope we are not coming in here and having to talk about those types of conversations and thoughts here on the show. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not going to say it's not possible, but I don't think it's going to happen. What I do think is going to happen, though, what I do think is actually going to be beneficial for the Ohio State, roll with your two top guys. Don't try to be cute. Don't try to be gimmicky. Simply roll with your two top guys. Because I firmly, firmly believe if you roll with Quinshawn Junkins and Treviata Henderson the entire season, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, if you simply just roll with those guys and let them cook, what are you going to find? It makes the job for Will Howard a whole lot easier and that's the name of the game qb1 any quarterback on the field not not just a starter but any quarterback out there you want to make sure that the players on the field all 10 outside of the quarterback that they're making the quarterback's job better i mean quarterback's only one of the 11 guys who's on the field at any given time and you want to make sure hey are we doing what we need to do to make his job better if you're not Change it. If you are, keep doing it. And that goes with a three running back system. If that's not the best way to utilize the talents on a team, why do it? That's how I view it. Wouldn't try to rhyme at all, but that bad boy just came out smoothly. Ooh, I might have to try that again. Hey, why force it? You don't need to. 
You don't need to at all. And honestly, I really hope they don't do it. I hope Chip Kelly rolls with the top two guys and allows them to cook. Because think about this. This might be year Ohio State has two 1,000-yard rushers. I, I'm not really banking on it. It's possible, though, because of how talented these two guys are. Will Howard's one of those guys. Chip Kelly, Ryan Day, got to figure out what works best for him. What is something that he says needs to happen? What is one thing that he says, hey, as long as this happens, as long as we hit this threshold, everything will be fine. I think you gotta you gotta make sure you handle those things early in the year because Will Howard's not the most talented quarterback and talented guy for sure. 6'5, 240 running down read option and getting 20, 30, 40 yard gains while doing so. Hey, he gets a he gets a hand clap in my book, and I'll give a another hand clap as well. Hey, I know it's I know it's February, but we get there in the season. And if Jukkins and Henderson are the dynamic duo that many people want them to be. But it's going to be a long season, long season for those other teams at the Big Ten Conference that have to play the Buckeyes in the fall. One thing we don't don't have to worry about in the fall is a little iffiness or or confusion on the new format of the college football playoff because the CFP Board of Managers unanimously agreed on a new format. We'll talk about it here as the show rolls on. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. If you're looking to put some money on Ohio State in the upcoming season, Oh, let's scroll on down. Our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook already have early betting odds and spreads for future football games, and one of them is the game. The Buckeyes host the Wolverines in the upcoming season. The current spread, the Buckeyes are seven-point favorites. If you want to hop on that right now, say Ohio State minus seven, they'll win by more than seven points. So be it. Do it. And honestly, I wouldn't blame you. If the game was played today, I might have Ohio State 10-plus. Why? Because <laughs> they're just that good. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make sure you shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Thank you for making LockedOn Buckeyes your first listen every single day. Make sure you check out LockedOn Sports today, the live stream, the feed, 24-7 streaming channel. Trust me, there's a lot of good stuff there. Yours truly has been on there before. There's a lot of good stuff there. As long as the good stuff that is there is going to be there forever, which it is, you need to check it out. Buckeyes, Cavaliers, Browns, Guardians, almost said Indians, Guardians. Some of you might be Reds fans or Cubs fans, whatever it may be. Get a lot of that good stuff, especially with spring training right around the corner. Go over there. Get your, get your baseball fix and be happy while doing so. The CFP Board of Managers recently unanimously voted on a new format for the 12-team playoff, which starts in the upcoming season. We talked recently about how ESPN had agreed to a new deal with the college football playoff, but that deal could not go into effect until the CFP agreed upon and voted on a new format, which happens now. It's amazing 
It's amazing how what happens when a report comes out of the money that a certain thing is going to get, and then when that thing is going to get the money, can't do their own thing, do their own business. That report comes out about the money. The next thing you know, bam, everything is done. Why? They want that bread. <laughs> you know what? I want some too. The new playoff format is as follows. I'm going to read this verbatim from a report recently that came out all just a day ago. The 12-team playoff will now include the five highest-ranked conference champions plus the next seven highest-ranked teams. I don't have to read that word for word. That was exactly what I was going to say. But there we go. There's no longer the Pac-12, so it's basically your five ranked uh, conference champions. And it would have been power. It would have been six, but the Pac-12 going out, every conference champion of a power conference, the power four, unless you're atrocious, which should not happen, you're in the playoff automatically. And then then the group of five, the highest rate conference champion gets in. Then the next seven highest ranked teams. Do I agree with this format? Absolutely not. No, no, no. I don't put stock into the conference championship game like other people do. Now, I understand it's a 13th game. I get all of that stuff. But what did I find this year? Now, this team would have made the playoff. But what did I find this year? Georgia lost in the SEC championship game to Alabama. Alabama goes on, plays in the Rose Bowl, loses to Michigan. I'm not putting all this on Seth McLaughlin or um, the quarterback whose name escapes me. I'm not putting all of that on them. All I'm saying is Alabama lost to Georgia, and I do think Georgia would have beat Michigan. Miss me with Georgia was not the best team in college football this year. Yes, they had a loss to Alabama. It's hard to go undefeated. That does not mean that if they had a rematch, if they said, hey, run it back, Georgia would have lost a second time. I don't think so. And a lot of people out there that are analysts in the sport, they will, will, not would, will agree with me. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. Which is why when it comes to the playoff, give me the the top 12 teams in the sport. I don't care if you win the conference or not. Give me, rank them. 1 through 12. If you're in that 1 through 12 at the end of the season as being one of the top 12 teams in the sport, come on. Come to the dance. Your boy will be there. I would love to be. Come to the dance. We'll do it all together. And then use your format. Use your, hey, opening round on campus. Use your, hey, everything else on the bowl games. Whatever, wherever you want to play these games, great. All I will say is this. Go back to them Saturday games. (laughs) Go back and do it. If y'all look at this format, the schedule for next year's playoff, and they got a game on a Thursday and a Friday, what? Bro, it's in the middle of the week. A lot of heap of work. I'm not a fan of the Monday Night National Championship game. I understand college football cannot compete with the NFL in the regular season. Put them in the postseason trying to compete with the college football. I understand what the CFP and the college football have decided to say, hey, the National Championship game is going to be on a Monday. Change it, though. You can change it. Talking to these networks, I know that this money that CBS and, well, excuse me, ESPN has all the whole playoff. The money ESPN is putting up is nowhere close. I mean, it's it's cool. It's cool. It's a great thing that ESPN is putting money up to cover these games. Great. But it doesn't have to mean that the time of the game has to stay or they can't move things around, talk to the NFL to try to figure out, hey, can we put this national championship game on a Saturday? It just fits better than playing on a Monday evening. 
in college basketball? Oh, my gosh. I get annoyed Saturday evening. Oh, final four, great. One game at six. Other one tips off at like 9.15. Why so late? I know it's the weekend, but some of us don't stay up late. On the weekend, man, I may be down by 11. No, it's even late for me. Still, maybe 10. Yeah, I don't stay up late no more. I I, I can't do it. I, I can. I choose not to. Not really my cup of tea. Don't want to do it. Well, what are we doing here? Oh, we got to play the national championship game on a Monday evening. So you have branded yourself as being Saturdays are all about college football. In the postseason, postseason games are, ne- are not about on those days that are all about college football. Make it make sense also let's just get jay's brain jay's brain here the format that i would love and i think you would love as well it would make it more competitive top 12 teams in the sport are in the playoff if you want to say a group of five team needs to be in there i would say why is it for more participation give more people a chance okay it's a weak argument what will i say now if they're in there and you realize they're not going to have a shot to win, why are they in the playoffs? And this also goes into why I don't believe that a 12-team playoff is the best way for the team to figure out who is a national champion in the sport because it just doesn't make any sense. What does make sense? Well, kind of. Get a new format that's definitely set in stone. That is great. They could tweak that thing just a little bit. You don't got to include the group of five schools that's not even going to win the national championship to begin with. You don't have to do that. What you can do, what you can do is change things just a tad. Next go around, maybe less teams, which I don't think it's going to happen, but just tweak it just a tad to accommodate everybody's sleep schedule. Guys, out of here on a Wednesday, you can follow me on X at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. We're out of here on a hump day, Buckeye fans. We will see you next time.